have home, you have work, and then you have someplace else that you go. And we want to be that someplace else. And I, I think that, that sums it up what we're looking at. Welcome to Creating Community, a podcast designed to bring area leaders, business owners, and others together to better our community. I'm your host, Jake Starkey, and today we have a special episode because myself and Dorian Strickland, my co-host, is going to sit down and chat a little bit about our experiences in the past nine months to the year. Uh, I think everyone's kind of had a different experience, and uh, we just wanted to sit down and chat a little bit about it because we're really excited about where we're going, but we're also uh, thankful for how we got here. So, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> All right. Well, I think you can tell from our initial discussion here, we uh, we clearly get along. We kind of follow each other and finish each other's questions. No, sentences. <laughs> there you go. Um, exactly. So, I guess to, to start out, we've known each other probably five years-ish, Something if not like longer that. than that. We attend a Bible study together on Friday mornings, um, and then... After the pandemic started, we got the opportunity to start this uh, coffee house, and it's been an adventure to say the least. For sure, and and we actually have done some projects prior to joining. I, I think that's the that's the reason why when the opportunity came up, you were the first person I thought of because you know I, I felt like I worked better with you than than I have with some other people. I'm not saying I have problems with people, but I have problems with some people, <laughs> right? <laughs> but if I think it works. I think we have a good balance. Um, and I found, thankfully, that where I fall short, you pick up the slack very much. You know what's funny? That's what I tell most people is that somehow, somehow your strengths are my weaknesses and my strengths seem to be your weaknesses. And yeah. we kind of, uh, it's, it's sort of like that yin and yang. You know, Absolutely. it's a, I need you to be soft with them. No, I got it. Okay, I need you to be hard with people. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so one of the things that I kind of want to talk about is, so in the past nine months, we've opened up 1820 Coffee House. Um, May the 4th. May the 4th. Um, and there will be a celebration. We'll be starting <laughs> For sure. Well, it might be a little bit. We know how you are. Um, but what's something that you wish you had known when we started this that you know now? You know, that's a really tough question. I think... In all honesty, I wish I had known the pandemic issues, the mask wearing, the social distancing, all of those things. I wish I had known they were going to last as long as they have lasted at this point. I think we could have approached things considerably differently had we known that, you know, you and I have talked about this. We came into this thinking, ah, we've got two months of this and then things will clear up. By summer, we'll be good. By the end of summer, eh, not a big deal at all. And it has turned into, I don't want to say a nightmare, but it has turned into a very tough situation to try to continue to go through this pandemic thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember when we were kind of putting together proposals and stuff, and it was like everyone was telling the news, doctors, everything, one month, one month, and then we're all yeah, going to be, be fine. fine. And so we kind of looked out three months and said, if we can survive three months, we're good. And now we are Surviving we're recording this nine week months. before Christmas, <laughs> right. right? So it's kind of crazy that it's extended, and I'm thankful that we're able to keep going. And uh, on a lighter note, to me, the, the thing that I wish I'd known was that coffee was not going to be the biggest seller at a coffee house. Yeah, it, it is surprising that for a coffee house, it's not coffee. Yeah. The number of people, that they come in and get lattes, which has espresso in it. They get smoothies. They get 
hot chocolate. They get all kinds of stuff. And then people occasionally get coffee. Yeah, and, and don't take us wrong. We know that people drink those things. I mean, I, I went to yeah. the other guys and often did not buy just a coffee. I did sometimes, but generally I got the other. But I just assumed that was me because I like things sweet. Yeah. But no, it's everybody. Yeah. And it's been really interesting to kind of see that and and learn. And I think one of the funny things is we'll have – we'll chat with our staff about stuff and they'll say, well, we need – we don't sell any of. We those. don't sell any of these. We never sell those. And then we'll run a report and go. Oh, well, you know, actually, that's a pretty high seller. They it's just like don't seven sell. a day. Yeah. Are you sure that's not any? Yeah, we just don't sell it when you're here. You know, you're in the afternoon. They come in in the morning and get it, or whatever the case may be. It's been kind of interesting, for sure. But but we have a fantastic staff. I, you know, another thing is I'm absolutely amazed at, you know, you and I work very hard to remember people's names. So when they come in, we go, hey, Jack, how's it going? Hey, Julie, how's it going? Right. Uh, talk to people about their day. Jill, are you having a good day? Is everything okay today? Uh, anything we can help you with? Those kind of things. But the staff, as a car pulls up, they see it's a white Toyota and they go, oh, this is a black coffee guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm but they, they don't, they don't know who two it, shots. Yeah, they don't know who it is. They don't know their name, but they know what they like. Yeah, that and that's a, that's amazing to me. Very much so. It's very cool to me to see. And then the customers will come in and say, "Oh, hey, Jane. Hey, Brittany. How are y'all doing?" And go, "Oh, wow. Okay. See, so you know, <laughs> right. all right. Yeah. Fantastic." You know, and the the other one is you and I. You know, and, and it's the reason we chose um, creating community one cup at a time because we really wanted to build that community. And it's amazing to me. I've always, I don't want to say I've always believed it, but I have a belief in that six degrees of separation, that there's somebody that you know that knows somebody else that ultimately knows who you're trying to get to or whatever the case may be. And to have staff that is teenagers have that same relationship with some people that, that I know from another world, because as you know, I was in the veterinary world for 23 years before I came over. And... To see the staff saying hi to people they haven't seen in a long time, I'm like, I knew that from my other world. How do you know them? I don't get this. Yeah, absolutely. One of the other things that I'm curious about is what you kind of consider something maybe we struggled with that you didn't expect to. Oh, man, that's a that's a tough question. I, I think um, – you know, having, having been in management with the veterinary world for so long, uh, I feel like I developed a pretty good um, leadership ability, management with people. And I think it's because we didn't really know the coffee business itself. I think we struggled with having the right people in the right roles. And I think even now at nine months, I think that's still evolving. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. We have some changes we want to make yesterday, not in staff, but in the roles of some of those staff members. And I think for me, that's the, I felt like coming in, well, I have that in the bag. I don't have to focus on that. I can focus on other things that I don't know, which we've done. Um, but for some of those other things to pop up and go, oh, I think we need to address this and take yeah. care of these things. Absolutely. I think that's something that we looked at and said, you know, when we talked about even opening the coffee shop to us, the whole thing was, Alvin should have a local coffee shop. For sure. There should, there should be that option for um, residents. I, I think most small towns should. I mean, it's a good feel to come into a facility where it's kind of like, you know, you've talked about this. This is, this is your, 
your term, you like you have home, you have work, and then you have someplace else that you go. And we want to be that someplace else. And I, I think that that sums it up what we're looking at. Absolutely. And so I, I think that was the thing is that we went in uh, full speed ahead, which I appreciated <laughs> yeah. because that's the only way to kind of really achieve anything. I agree. But uh, yeah, kind of sitting back and going, okay, we we could have done this or that better. Yeah, what about for you? What do you think it was for you? I knew that everyone says it's going to be hard work, but they don't know. And it's anything, any business. It's not coffee. It's sure. any entrepreneurial effort. Which you and I both have done several times before, too. So Yeah. And, again, putting the right people in the right place. And I always extend that now to do the right thing at the right time. Right. And And so it's trusting others and we have to we put a lot of faith in our staff and they do an amazing job with people with whatever situation arises with you know inventory and all these things that we know is a part of our role as well but yet when we have staff step up step up like it's an incredibly positive it's good thing. to see yeah good to see yeah it feels good it gives me hope in the future <laughs> you know it, it's i, I I, I want to say I read a lot of books, but I don't. I listen to a lot of books, right? So the one thing that has changed in that trend in a lot of articles that I read or hear or listen to says that you can't expect the staff to buy into your business as much as you as the owners have. And while I get that, I'm amazed at how much our staff really has bought into 1820 Coffee House. It, yeah. it's, we, we've given them, I think... <laughs> It's hard to talk about these things without kind of tooting your own horn a little bit, but I feel like we've done a pretty good job of making sure we don't step in when, we don't, when we're not needed. We allow them to kind of do their thing, provided it fits the criteria that we laid out. Yeah. And to see the staff actually step up and, and really take ownership, I think that's the word we use. I, I think you, you use a different term. Initiative. Initiative. But to see them do that without us really having to push, I think is... Yeah. It really has made it so much better for us. Yeah, I've talked to Cindy about it and about just, like, providing bumper lanes. Cindy right? like, is your wife, Cindy just so people know. Um, but bumper lanes. Like, we're, it's going down. The, the bowling ball is going down the lane. We're going to put up bumper lanes, and you can, as long as you stay within there, if you somehow jump the lane, then we got a problem. But as long right. as you stay. Well, and, and I really think that that's the other part of us, of, of our yin and yang. You know, you're doing one aspect of something, I'm doing another. We laughed and joked about it. We ran out of cups. I mean, how does a coffee house run out of hot cups? Well, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly it happens and it happened to us. And you and I said, we got to go to local stores and get whatever we can. And we went and bought what we needed to, to do. And after doing my shopping at a couple of stores, because I'm trying to buy them all out, uh, you texted me a picture of yours and said, dude, all I got was 16 ounces, or maybe you had 12 ounces. And I said, huh, all I got was 16 ounces. We're good. So we had medium and large, and we were set. And, and it's it's just weird how that is. You know, I, I know you and I are both uh, followers of Christ, and we believe that God has a hand in, in everything that we do. And to me, that was another example of just that very thing. I mean, it's the reason we came up with 1820. I think it... Uh, I think it merits us telling people where 1820 came from. Sure. So we were trying to figure out a way to 
have our faith on display without beating people over the head with it as I'm about to go into detail about it. But, um, and beat you over the head with it. <laughs> uh, and so we had a bunch of different names, and, and then one day Dorian uh, texted me very early in the early morning. Early in the morning because I woke up going, oh, I got it. <laughs> I got it. And he said, 1820 Coffee House. And I go, oh, okay, what is that? And he goes, where two or more gathered in my name, there I'll be. Like, well, there you go. That is perfect. That is exactly what it needs to be. And so uh, kind of took that and ran with it. And, and ran, yeah. And so people come in, and if they ask where the name is, we're able to talk with people about it. And if not, then they get to come in and hopefully experience it with staff and with people uh, without that kind of... In-your-face kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Without being convicted for some reason because you're coming in to get coffee. <laughs> right. It was such a good name for us, 1820, because it's kind of a cool, catchy name. It's, it's, um, it's catchy, but it's not in your face, and it opens the door for conversation, which is always what we want. Um, yeah. And I remember that I think we had a logo within a day or two. I think you, yeah. you said, oh, I got an idea for a logo. Next thing I know, you send it to me. I go, no changes needed. This is good. This is yeah. perfect. So it's it's all those things. And even from the time that we looked into buying this place uh, from the previous owner, um, it just seemed like God opened every door as we stepped forward. And it, as you know, and the listeners don't know, is that uh, it literally took about three days for us to hear that it was for sale, go through the process to establish our LLC, get funding, pay for it outright and have the keys to the operation. And that's an amazingly quick time to do that. Yes, it really is. And I'm still not quite sure how to take it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But it's been, you know, an interesting experience. It's been really terrifying on my side. (laughs) At Um, times. Because, you know, there's a lot of responsibility. You want to do good. And I mean, we're just a small coffee house. It's not even. Yeah, but but I think we have to make sure, and, and we have done this, I know, we have to make sure that we don't get locked into the idea that, okay, we're a small coffee house, right? When Starbucks started, it was a small coffee house in Seattle. Who? The other guys. <laughs> but we have to, and I think we do a good job of this. Like, we have long-term goals of ultimately being more than an Alvin, Texas local coffee house. You know, our ideas are to expand into other markets when the time comes, if the time comes. You know, we, I, think, right. I think we both operate with the understanding that if we learn everything that we can so that we can expand and get better and move into other markets, then we can do it. If it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. Yeah. And I think that's important. All right, for those that normally listen to our podcast, you'll know that at the midpoint, we typically do a sponsorship. Uh, This time, we're not going to do that because we're just here talking, so let's uh, go ahead and pick up where we left off. But just know that if you need anything, feel free to reach out. Absolutely. So one of the things is, and Jamie mentioned it on his podcast, was that we got to get past talking about the pandemic. Uh, For sure. But I also don't know how you talk about the future without talking about this weird moment in time 
well, we've got to stop using terms like the new normal and things like that because I, I think at some point we have to get back to the way things used to be. Now, things may never be back the way they once were, but they can get back to a pre-pandemic normal. Yeah. Well, I, I hate to say it, but I like the new normal or whatever you want to call this right now. I enjoy having the coffee shop. I enjoy the right. opportunities that are presenting themselves that we didn't have a year ago. Sure, right? and like we talked about, if you didn't have the pandemic, we wouldn't have the coffee shop. Yeah, and it's awfully, obviously awful. Obviously, it's affected a lot of people, but I think that for us, we had an opportunity to give in to the depression or try and make something positive out of it, and I think we're doing the best we can kind of for moving sure. forward. But we also know that where we're at now is not the end. Like, we do have a vision for the future. We do have things that we're working on that we want to uh, continue to to do. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to in 2021? Wow. Um, that's a good question. You know, I don't know that I've really said, you know, as we record this, it's December 18th. Uh, I don't know that I've really sat down and said, hey, Next year, I want to do this. Uh, you know, you know that Christina, which is my wife, um, has a snow cone trailer, and uh, I'm excited about the busy time of year because right now December 18th is not real busy. Now we do have an event tonight and tomorrow, but um, it's slow. Other than these private events that we're getting, or these uh, events that we're able to attend, so I'm looking for the time when it is busy again and. You know how it is. I like to stay busy, so I'm and, and that's an that. understatement. You like to be burning the candle at both ends all the time, and in the middle, right? <laughs> and in the middle, pretty much just make it a torch. Yeah, I, I don't mind. You know, it, it's one of those things that I know you and I have talked about and talked about it with some other people. But people ask, "What do you like to do in your off time?" And maybe that's a good question for us. Like, what you like to do? Uh, for me. As a family, we love traveling. Like, it's number one, without question, we like to travel. We've been all over the country. We've traveled uh, outside the country. We've done what we can. We typically do three or four trips a year, if possible. Uh, not always big trips, but sometimes they are. Um, but number two for me, all in all honesty, is working. I, like, I enjoy what I do. I enjoy every aspect of it, talking to people, getting out mm -hmm. there, doing all those kind of things. What about you? Uh, I think I describe myself to people as an extroverted introvert. Right. So I spend a lot of time kind of emptying that tank of energy. And, and so when it runs out, I like to curl up in a ball and not move for a couple sure. of days. But you got to do like Rick said in his interview. You can't let it run dry. you got to save sure. some for tomorrow, right? Yeah, because and, and yeah, tomorrow's still coming. And that's the thing. I'm Even in sports and stuff, I was always a sprinter versus – a long distance runner. And so that's why I liked really doing like wind sprints. <laughs> that's why I liked, uh, projects. I like, there's a beginning, a middle and an end. And then you go to the next one. Yeah. And that keeps me from getting bored too, by having different things. I know that when project a finishes, project B is going to start. And so I can kind of, it's something new. Yeah. You know, I think that is something that's unusual about the entrepreneurial mindset because th that's different for you than for a lot of an entrepreneurs. Like there are people that work a nine to five job because they want to go in in the morning. They want to start their work, get it done, take a lunch break, finish at the end of the day. They go, Hey, here's all the things I accomplished. Whereas an entrepreneur, you may work for eight months before you see the conclusion to something that you started that yeah. long ago. Exactly. And, and 
I think we all struggle with different things. I know I struggle with getting worn out and mentally and emotionally about it. And it's like, okay, is there a light at the end of the tunnel? And I, I'm beginning to see the light. If I've just jinxed myself, <laughs> yeah, I apologize because you're coming along with me. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, my, my hope is that some of the seeds that we've planted the past few months in the past years is starting to come to fruition, hopefully. Yeah, and you know, as as Christians, we know that that seed that we plant, we won't always see what develops from it. So we, we have to just trust that those seeds that we're planting now are blossoming, and they're going to blossom at different times for different people. I know I've shared the story with you that uh, I had a young man I coached in soccer many, many years ago, and he invited me to a wedding. And I called his mom and said, does he really want me there? Is this just because he wants a gift? Because I'll just send a gift. It's okay. He's a good kid. I mean, he really liked the kid a lot. Um, Jacob, Netherland, shout out to you. Uh, But his mom said, no, no, he absolutely wants you there. You have no idea the impact you had on him. And we're talking 20 years later. And I had no idea, Mm -hmm. 10 years later. And I had no idea that uh, I had the impact I did. And it's one of those things, I don't know that I was really focused on him trying to plant a seed. You know, it was just who I was and what I was doing and right, kind of cool. And I think we're doing that here. I think we're duplicating that here. I, I think so, hopefully. I mean, that's the goal is to be able to meet people. And that's, I mean, we're here a lot, but that's because we like seeing the people that come through sure. and talking to them and being an incredibly small part of their life, but a part of their life nonetheless. And I'm glad that we get to do that. I'm glad that whether it was us or someone else, that there's a space in, right. in small town America that they can come and escape a little bit from the weirdness of the world. Yeah. It's like you talked about that third place for people to go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I'm surprised at how many people, two things. One, how many people chose this as their third place that, I mean, we see people here all the time. I don't want to go into names because we're going to miss somebody. We're going to offend somebody uh, or we're going to list somebody that doesn't want to be listed. (laughs) So let's don't list names, but there are people that, you know who you are. You come in Mm -hmm. day after day or every other day or every Wednesday, every Thursday, whatever it is. And we love seeing you guys. Like we love talking to you. We love interacting. But then on the flip side, there are days that it's super busy and we're like, what happened today that made everybody come in and how can we duplicate that? I think that's the, I think that's the struggle for me is saying, what did we do yesterday that we didn't do today? Right. What was it different? Right. That changed? And when we figure that out, we'll let everybody know yeah. But <laughs> yeah, until well, then. Yeah. Do, until then don't, I guess, I guess my words of advice to, to anybody that's listening that's thinking this, don't think that you necessarily did something wrong when business one day is not like it's been the last few days. It could just be that things have changed. You know, we've talked about on rainy days for coffee, that's when everybody should come in. Some days they do. Other days, it's like everybody's like, no, it's raining, I'm staying in. What? Why does everybody make the same decision at the same time? Yeah, we even, one of the things we mentioned before too is that when, uh, the governor in Texas, Governor oh, right, Abbott, right. announced the mask order that it was required. We were worried about it. Yeah, we didn't know what was going to happen. And it turned out the business improved drastically. And the only thing we contributed to besides the mask order is that people felt comfortable. People people now understood that everyone was supposed to be oh, wearing right. it. I'm safe now. Everybody's wearing a mask. Yeah. I'm protected. Yeah, and <laughs> for as much as people like or dislike masks, 
And, and whether you like masks or dislike them is kind of irrelevant, right? You're doing what you do generally. You do some things for yourself, and you do some things for other people. And the mask is just one of those things that we've chalked it up as mm-hmm. we're doing for other people. Exactly. Yeah. One, I mean, it's a requirement as a restaurant. For sure. Um, and so. But we don't argue about it. We don't complain about it. We just do it because we know it's the right thing yeah, to do. It, it's happening, right? There's no getting around. Yeah, you're not going to get around it. All right. I think the last question before we try to close up here is, is what is one thing that you would change about what we've done here at 1820 Coffee House? Uh, we had a choice of trying to get all the changes we wanted to make done yeah. immediately or doing it as cash flow came in. We decided to go ahead and get it all done. And I'm still, I still agree with that decision. Right. But, but it, it hurts. <laughs> yeah, it hurts, and it cut our resources when we got into month four and month five and month six. When we where stretched we, longer than we expected yeah, to. Yeah, where we would have had a cushion, more of a cushion, it disappeared because we wanted to get things done and just be set. We wanted the decorations. We wanted the you know the things complete. Right. Instead of going, well, next in a month, maybe we can do it. I agree with that decision. Yeah. But yet I'm also... In the back of my mind, I go, what would have happened if we had waited? Would it still have the same environment? Would people still love it like they do? Would it still have that vibe? Or is yeah, which is exactly why you can't second-guess yourself. Yeah. So, or you shouldn't second-guess yeah. yourself. Because, you know, it's one of those things I think that had we gone the other way, we would have been okay, but we wouldn't have been as busy maybe, right? Yeah. So which is better? You know, the, the profit and loss still ends the same. It's just your gross income is different, yeah. right? And the way we look at it, too, is, I mean, obviously there's maintenance and all that fun stuff. and That you can't avoid. Yeah. Can't get but other than that, we're done spending money on, in the extras. you got to buy. Yeah, I think so. For the most part. I mean, hopefully we are. It yeah. seems like every time we turn around, <clears throat> True. like in life, something happens where you have to make a change. Yeah. So what about you? What's one thing? I don't know. I, I, think, I, I think I would go with the same thing. I, I think I agree. 100% it was the right decision for us to do. Um, but I do know moving into month three or four or five, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, we had such a good cushion, and now we don't <clears throat> because we have stuff decorated that's not revenue generating, right? right? Spend the money on something that generates revenue is a whole lot easier to accept than something that's not a revenue generator. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Or a direct revenue. Yeah. All right. So if, any, if people want to find out more about you, how, where can they find you online? Oh, man. So for me, uh, as you know, I'm all about Texas and history. So uh, pretty much any social media you can find me either. So LinkedIn is the one exception. It's Dorian Strickland. Uh, everything else, you can find me at Texas Dorian, and it's spelled out T-E-X-A-S-D-O-R-I-A-N, Texas Dorian, including my website, TexasDorian.com. And as for me, uh, try to be Jake Starkey everywhere. Uh, same thing, jakestarkey.com. And then if you want to see us in person, we're probably at the coffee shop. If we're not there, we're across the street at my wife's snow cone stand yeah. and join some snow cones. So. Yeah. So we hope to, to see you come by. Say hello. If you're ever in Alvin, seriously, swing by. Tell us you heard us on the podcast, man. You're, gonna, you're going to make our day. Mm-hmm. Yes, you will. So until next time. I'm Jake. And I'm Dorian. And we're creating community. One cup at a time. 
Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Creating Community is available on Google or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. If you'd like to help us out, we'd appreciate it if you would like, subscribe, and share our podcast. This podcast is produced by 1820 Marketing. For show notes, visit 1820coffeehouse.com slash podcast. We encourage you to go back and listen to some of the podcasts. If you're new to the show, we think you'll really enjoy them, and we hope you'll come back. 